Story seventeen of Maoriland Fairy Tales by Edith Howes. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. Story seventeen The Fountain of Fish. The Sea King's waves rolled up between the banks of a great river, stole a shore king's son, and carried him away to the deepest ocean. The Sea King shielded his servants. He would not own to the shore king that wrong had been done, or that the lost boy lay drowned in his dark caves. But the sea birds told the shore king all the truth. The shore king resolved to punish the sea king and his servants for the evil they had done. I cannot punish them in their own waters, he said. I must bring them to my country. He sent an invitation to the sea king. Visit me with all your people, he said. The sea king sent back word. In the long evenings of summer I will come. The shore king prepared for their reception. Calling Titipa his magician, he told of the plan for punishing the sea king and his servants. I will bring you a magic net, said Titipa. He travelled to the fairy's fishing place for it. He reached the beach at night. The fairies were hauling out their magic net, ready for their fishing. Walking in amongst them, Titipa, by one device after another, kept their attention so fixed on himself that he delayed the spreading of the net all night. Morning broke while he still tricked them. Terrified at the daylight, the fairies fled, leaving the magic net behind. Joyfully, Titipa took it home. The shore goblin shall help us, said Titipa. He found the shore goblin and bespoke his aid. Pleased to help, the shore goblin gathered up great stones from the river and driftwood from the forests. The king's men built the stones into ovens and piled the driftwood ready for huge fires. At last, all was ready. They waited for the sea king. The long evenings of summer came. A cry went up from the watchers on the shore. The sea king and his servants! The ocean was filled with fish. Up through the mouth of the river they came, a mighty fountain leaped falling flashing pouring one upon the other in their millions so closely packed that a man could cross from bank to bank upon their back so far back the fountain stretched that the end could not be seen cast the net called the shore king titipa cast the magic net a thousand fish were caught and flung in heaps on the shore there to be prepared for the waiting ovens. Again the net was cast, again and yet again. Each time it came in laden with its struggling spoil. The fires were lit, the ovens heated, the fish cooked. The shore king's people held high feast. The sea king had escaped. Seeing at once the trap that had been laid, he swam back to the sea. He sent commands to his strongest waves to save the fish. 
six of the biggest waves rolled up the river and poured over the banks gathering as they went all the fish that were left alive the shore king and his people fled far inland when they saw the waters coming the six great waves rolled back to the sea we have done what we could but many thousands of your servants have been killed they said it was true the sea king had indeed been punished the shore people had obtained their vengeance and a feast each year since then when the long evenings of summer come the sea king's foolish servants swim up the river to view the place where their friends were slain so long ago each year the shore goblin piles up his wood and stones each year the shore men cast the net and hold high feast each year the six strong waves are sent to save the foolish fish End of story 17 Recording by Maria Brooke, New Zealand